Jesus, why you wake me up? <laughs> okay, let's start. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Justine. And I'm Ashley. I almost read your name. <laughs> I don't know why. But I wrote your name. Well, yeah, but I see, then your it. name is bigger, oh. undermined, <laughs> for, like, the script. Yeah. So that's where my eye went, and I'm like, wait, no, that's wrong. So, smart, <laughs> yeah. It's one of those days. Well, anyway, uh, welcome to our podcast, listeners, and our podcast is about romantic comedies and how we watch them. Is it, though? (laughs) I feel like the majority of the time it's just Lego Batman. Yeah. We need to find this year's Lego Batman. Ooh. This year's underrated, not rom-com, but totally rom-com. Yeah. Buddy film. Buddy. 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 Today we're watching 2002's Bend It Like Beckham, Xander. Xander. You like to bend it like Beckham. Xander likes to play with his soccer ball, too. He does. He really likes the soccer balls. (laughs) He growls at them. (laughs) Well, I've seen this movie. You've seen this movie, right? Uh, yes. I watched it with my sister a long time ago. I should text her. It's a little hazy, I think, for both of us. Yeah. Um, well, this movie, we have a description mm-hmm. from the canceled account of <laughs> DVD.com. Guys, I canceled my DVD.com account. We've reached the point where the library has all of our needs. Yeah. Support your local library. Yeah, always. <laughs> Hearts. Anywho, this is the description for Bend It Like Beckham. An ardent fan of British soccer sensation David Beckham. Sub, like, <laughs> side, side note. Already. Why in the description is it soccer if it's British? I know. It's, <laughs> I think this is the American description. I was thinking that. I'm like, this is the American <laughs> description. British soccer. I'm like, no. Sorry. I have to because, you know, my inner voice right now is Sam. So he's yeah. screaming about this. Yeah. Start over. <laughs> An ardent fan of British soccer sensation David Beckham. Teenage Jess wants nothing more to be on the field, but a proper Indian girl shouldn't be spending her time playing soccer according to her traditional family. What is this fucking bullshit? (laughs) That sentence doesn't even make sense. But a proper Indian girl shouldn't be spending her time playing soccer according to her traditional family. That's not an ending. Like, that's not a description ending. (laughs) This is terrible. (laughs) Terrible. I'm writing a letter. Okay. This movie stars Parminder, Nagra, and Kira Knightley, and also Jonathan Rice Myers. Ooh. Or is it Reese? I think it's Reese, but he's British. Yeah. He's hot. Yeah. That's all I remember about him with that name. Uh, This movie was directed by Grundinder. Grinder. Grinder. Chartra. Hey, it's another lady director. Oh, yeah. Get it, girl. We love lady directors, but we have so few. (laughs) And I'm sorry if I butchered your name. This movie was edited by Justin Krish. The assistant editor was Carlo Dominique. It's rated PG-13 for language and sexual content. You know, I didn't pick pick this for a PG-13 movie. Yeah, I thought it was PG. Yeah. We'll find out what makes it that extra... Well, 13. That British language. Uh, probably, yeah. <laughs> it's an hour and 52 minutes long, and it's rated 3.5 stars on 
DVD.com. Um, it did win some awards or nominate. It was nominated for some awards at the 2003 BAFTA Awards. It was nominated for Best British Film. It also it was nominated at the 2004 Golden Globe Awards for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. I wouldn't necessarily put this in musical or comedy category, but that's just me. Hey, that's cool. It was nominated for a Golden oh, no. Globe. 100% cool. Just I, It's like when they put Get Out in the musical or comedy. Yeah. Set. It's like, is it though? Is it though? I don't know. <laughs> this movie's a... I think it's a comedy drama romance. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't remember it all that much, so I guess I m- might be just m- misremembering things. Yeah. Well, are you ready to go into the very ridiculously sauna-like living room of mine? Because oh. it's a heat wave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're all gonna die from fire. <laughs> On fire. Fire. Welcome to California where you die. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you burn to death. You do burn to death. Okay, let's go. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Where'd you get an Avid pen? At the Avid thing. Oh, nice. It's so good because my last Avid pen ran out of ink. So oh, now, perfect timing. I know. I'm like, I've got a pen. And I sh- after I left, I was like, I should have took more. <laughs> Why was I doing the honesty system? <laughs> Whenever anybody offers you a cup full of pens, just take the cup. Couple. Yeah. Take a box. This is for me. This is for me later. This is for me in five years. Yeah. And then we bent it like Beckham. That's my new Spice Girls song. You like it? Mm-hmm. I like that. Sorry. I'm just like, I'm already like, I like the Melanie C songs in the movie. I like the really random Spice Girls re- references. Yeah. I could do with more of that in my everyday life. 100%. Yeah. You know, Ashley, I don't know. The movie made me a little sleepy. <laughs> yeah. They drag yeah, in the middle. The beginning was, was super good. was super good stuff. And then, like, it kept going. And then it kept going. And then it still kept going. Yeah. I liked the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. The middle, there was, there just, there needs to be, there needed to be some reworking there. It felt like it took place in real time. Yeah. Well, and, and the parents, I think, needed to, to discover her soccer thing earlier. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like that was a good enough payoff at the end. Because I felt like we just kept getting, yeah, the the same plot point over and over and over again. I Oof. agree with you. Like the dad going and watching and then yeah. like the dad going again. It's just like, yeah, we've, we've done this already. Yeah. Like I felt like if he, if you kind of cut out the beginning a little bit mm-hmm. where he's at the soccer game the first time or have it to where maybe even just change his character in the beginning where he's, he's open mm-hmm. to it. Rather than the reveal later on of, yeah, I was I was really good at cricket and I, you know, I gave it up so that I could be a traditional Indian family man. Um, and I don't want to see my daughter do that. I want that just well, felt also, so tacked on. He gave it up because of racism. Yes. First off. <laughs> yes. But that felt so tacked on mm-hmm. in the whole like grand scheme of the story. And yeah, I wanted more from that. I think before we jump into more of our thoughts i i reached out to the internet of our friends our friends on the internet hello internet and uh i have some people who have some thoughts about what they think of this movie and uh, we can you know talk about their thoughts bounce off of that 
Yes. Uh, the first person who responded, it's named Eve. Eve said, should have been gay, parentheses, er, should have been gayer. But this is my opinion on most movies. Valid. <laughs> Very, I like this thought. I have this thought a lot of times as well. This movie was big one, like one big gay tease. I think it's because it has a lot of the same beats. Yes. As like a story where you can't show your true identity. You can't reveal your true self to your parents. So I can feel like a lot of like queer people relating to this story in general. Yeah. Kira Knightley's mom. Uh-huh. Where she like is under the assumption that they are lesbian lovers. And then she has like that major freak out. And yeah. then at when she's done with that and then the car and she's like yeah there's nothing wrong with you know lesbians and and all that so it's yeah, like, as long as your kid isn't yeah one, but like clearly there is that you have some deeper issues that you yeah. need to deal with yeah there was just a there's a lot of subplots happening okay uh bygones ally mcbeal podcast says i haven't watched it since it came out but i'm not a kira fan and i think i'd get annoyed by the she must end up with a man subplot today. Did Kira Knightley end up with the man? No, it was Jess who ended up. Oh, okay. Yeah, that unquote. might be... Mo- okay, now I see. I see where the direction this is going now. I did not think that she needed to end up with him at all. Yeah, at the end I was just screaming, leave her alone. Yeah, like... She's got enough going on. Too soon, dude. Irish boy. <laughs> yeah, there was just... A level of that where, one, I didn't really feel like they had this huge connection. Yeah. And I felt like the movie would have been better off with her ending up with no one. I know we say that a lot, like, about a lot of movies. But with this specifically, it's it's because they didn't delve into the relationship thing. Right. At ver- really at all. Well, I feel like, and also, it's kind of, like, never been kissed where he can't do anything because he's her coach yeah well and also she's in i guess the equivalent of high school she hasn't gone off to university yet right well we can assume she's 18 yeah but i mean like how old is he young enough that he could still be playing professionally but can't due to his injury yeah i don't know so like 28 (laughs) 40 Uh, yeah it's like anywhere between 28 and 40 (laughs) And lastly, our friends at Boobies and Newbies. <laughs> I love their podcast. Said, loved it then, love it now. My sister is also in the that category. Yeah, what did she say? Uh, I texted her and she basically said that it's the best movie ever. Best movie ever. I would not agree that it's the best movie ever. I thought it was good. I just wanted it to like end sooner. I liked the the like yes. the themes of it was really well done. Like Very, I liked exploring Indian culture in I liked exploring femininity and what that is. Yeah. Yeah, like I I really if they just push for me and focus on there's more than one way to be a woman. I'm like that's Yeah, and less about who she ends up with in the end. Yeah. But I mean they were kind of running those same beats on both Jules and Jess's characters. Yeah, they were supposed to be parallel characters, I assumed. What's that about? I think it was to show that even culturally, we're not that far apart. Mm -hmm. And we're not that different, no matter, like, your skin color or where you grew up 
or what your parents think, you're still going to like what you like. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It it wasn't like pushed real, real hard. It was very subtle, I felt. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many. I feel like there were just so many things happening. Yeah. So many layers. So many onion layers to this movie. Even with like, they did have a queer character in the movie as well. Tony, he really wanted to put a baby in David Beckham. Yes, he did. <laughs> Find a man who looks at you like Tony looks at <laughs> David <Beckham>. Beckham's ass. <laughs> oh man, like yeah, each character I feel like each character had a theme. Yeah. You know, and we explored them all and it's crazy and I can't quite wrap my head around it yet. It was a lot. I didn't I mean, I didn't dislike the movie. Right. Yeah. But I didn't like worship at the movie's feet. Yeah. There were a lot of parts that I felt like if it had gone through like one more rewrite or one more like editing yeah. uh, pass, I felt like it could have been really polished really well. Yeah. Because um, it's all there. There's a lot of it. Th- there's a lot there that it could be, you know, this fantastic movie. And it it is a relevant movie for the, the time period. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I didn't necessarily felt feel like it was stuck in 2002, which was kind of nice. No, yeah. I agree with that. I feel like you'd show this to, to young girls today, especially I think a scene that stands out to me is when it's the montage of them practicing their soccer skills and the song is She's a Lady. Yeah. I'm like, I love that juxtaposition of like, we're all badass, powerful women mm-hmm. kicking major soccer butt. Yep. My last thought is that I feel like Kira Knightley really shines mm-hmm. in this movie. You can tell, like at this point, like oh, she's got that star quality yeah. sort of thing. Like she like goes the extra in her talent. I don't know what it is, but it, yeah. No, she definitely commits mm-hmm. to to certain like. When you think, for me, when you think of uh, Kira Knightley, you think of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, which came out a year after this. Yes, and this I felt she was so much stronger in this than Pirates. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was very strong in Pirates. I felt like she stole scenes from Johnny Depp and Orlando Bloom quite a bit mm-hmm. because she wasn't just the prissy princess, which was kind of nice for a Pirates movie. But um, they didn't really give her like depth like this movie did. Yeah. No, yeah, and she was just, it looks like she was just having a lot of fun, and she was in it, and she was that character. Yeah, she felt very real. Yeah. I felt like a lot of the characters felt really real. None of them really felt super flat to me. Well, they were all, like, basically all professional footballers. Even the main character, she played football and then was in this. But I mean, like, the the, the family, mm-hmm. the, each of their families felt very real yeah i never felt like anything like branched out and became like a caricature yeah that's for sure which i felt like it could have Mm -hmm. very easily it was good it wasn't it wasn't bad it wasn't like mind-blowing but it was good Mm -hmm. i'm sure it was mind-blowing in 2002 yeah (laughs) yeah i can see that so let's get into it since there's so much to talk about because there's just so much. There's so much. This movie we're probably s- going to skip over some of your favorite parts. And yeah. We're sorry. Sorry. We're here to disappoint you as usual. Per use. <laughs> so we start out with something I know very little about. Soccer. 
Football. Football. Sorry. You're insulting Europe. I'm sorry everywhere else. Uh, David Beckham. This is before he had, like, fashionable hair and stuff, right? This is when he was, this is, like, peak of his career. Like, when he was super young and hot. Mm -hmm. And I think he had just gotten married to Victoria. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because they were definitely married at this point. But probably pre... Pre babies, 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 babies. Pre babies, pre Calvin Klein. Yeah, and this was when it came out. Like America had no clue. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, he was starting. I well, felt like he was starting, like his name at least. Well, because everybody knows the Spice Girls. Yeah, but also like soccer, soccer right. files knew. Yeah. Women's soccer was huge at that yes. time. I even okay that I do remember, like Mia Hamm and I can't remember the other girls, but they did mention them in the movie. I don't think you could ask like any American girl who was raised in the the late nineties, early two thousands, and say, "Do you know who Mia Hamm is?" And they wouldn't be able to tell you who she was. Right. I've she was everywhere yeah and i i do distinctly remember like that was the first time that it was a sport that at least for you know a professional sport got so huge in the midwest where i was that you know women were recognized before men were Mm -hmm. like i don't i can't name any man Mm -hmm. on the olympic soccer team from the united states but I can name me a ham. Yeah. Like that said that that permeated our culture. Totally. Totally. They actually wanted to change the title of the movie when it came to America to reflect that to like make it like Mia or something. But yeah. just put Mia's name in the title instead of Beckham. Yeah. So Jess dreams of playing with Beckham. Like she just dreams of football. She's she's fake CGI'd into the, the yeah. footage. It's in great. Her dream. Even in her dream, her mom does not approve. No. I loved the mom character, though. I thought the actress did such a good job with her. Yeah. I wish she kind of, like... I don't know. She didn't really come around. No, but I, I felt like that was very, like, true. Yeah. Like, you know how... And I know this is... It's a similar culture, but it's different. It's uh, the big sick. Yeah. The mom doesn't come around. I felt like that... It just takes longer. Yeah. For for women. <laughs> Women in, in cultures like that where that, you know, they are in charge of the home and the children and every aspect of that. Yeah. And, you know, the, they're very strong willed about that. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just it's different in American culture. Yeah. So also Jess's sister Pinky is engaged now. The moment, like, she gets engaged or whatever, there's all this, like, wedding shopping and yeah, blah, blah, blah. Well, I thought, like, the wedding was supposed to be at the end of the week. Like, the engagement party yeah. was, like, the... No. Yeah, it was weird because when we first met Pinky, she said it was her last, like, day of freedom. Yeah. But it, I don't know. I mean, it, I guess I wonder if, and I'd have to look this up to really confirm it, but if in in that in that family or in that culture... That when you are publicly engaged, yeah, you cannot be seen in any other way. Like it's it's kind of you already are married, in yeah. a sense. So she's from an Orthodox Sikh family, mm-hmm. so very strict in that form of the Indian culture. Also in Britain, yes. 
So it was like double culture, which I liked about this movie. It was like an Indian movie and a British movie. Yes. I like that. Um. <laughs> and kind of a European movie because we go to Germany. Yeah. Also at the same time, Jules is going bra shopping with her mom. This is like her mom's one note of like, why are you such a boy, Jules? <laughs> like, you're never going to find a man ever you'll never be married look at this bra that adds like a little like inflatable yeah. balloon to you want, pump up your boobs you want cleavage <laughs> i'm like ah. when she grabbed her boobs and like pushed them up that yeah. was like the most uncomfortable thing for me yeah i mean i was a resistor of the bra <laughs> for a very long time and then you know what happens when you become a chesty person is you appreciate the bra because <laughs> it takes pain off of your back. It's a pain in the fucking ass still. Yeah. But at least it's way more comfortable than, you know, getting smacked in the face. <laughs> but Jules likes sports bras. Jules wants to be a professional footballer for the women's team in America. So Jess... A has been playing soccer, football. <laughs> With the boys. With the boys in the park. And Jules, like, sees her and just kind of stalks her for a minute. And this is, like, really where it gives lesbian vibes. Yeah, go on. <laughs> like, it's like the first love look. It's, like, such a tropey. The way that the camera is placed. Yeah. The way that, like, she comes up to her, like, is super focused and also super nervous to be like, yeah, you're really good. Like, come play with our soccer team. Yeah. Yeah. She loves her. She loves the way she plays football. Yeah. Because she's her ticket. Ticket to the tournament. The championship. Something. Something. I can't sports much, but good. <laughs> The thing where you play against They're the gonna people. Kick the ball and then they want to win. You kick the ball and then there's a fishing net and then there's yeah. like you gotta put it around and then you do the thing. Mm-hmm. You bend it like Beckham. Yeah. <laughs> Which was said frequently. Yeah. I think they just mean like kick the ball so it has like a spin to it and like Yeah, it turns. does it does this arc thing. It's like yeah. a curveball in baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Jules invites Jess to try out because there's a girls team that nobody knew about. And so she goes and that's where we meet Joe, their coach. He did not look like a Joe. No. What does he look like? He's your boy. He's your he's your vampire he's Irish my vampire love. Irish boyfriend. Yeah. Um like a Colin. Ooh. Colin. Or a Frederick. No. <laughs> Hard pass. Anyway. <laughs> we appreciate a good accent. Yeah, there were lots of accents. Joe's accent was good. Yeah. Joe's too, accent's always good. He was too much in the sunlight, though, for the vampire he was. <laughs> it was, like, bouncing off of him. I don't know how they, like, white balanced. Like, with his they white balanced <laughs> to him. <laughs> to him. <laughs> and they put him in white shirts. And I was just like... Too much white. Too much white. He's in the sunlight. Just, it looks like it hurts him. Burn <laughs> to a crisp. He looked, he's a vampire. Anyway, I'm not, there's nothing wrong about, <laughs> wrong with vampires. I love vampires. Yeah, plus your skin color kind of matches his a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I am a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't go out in the sun. Yeah, so she, she makes, she makes the team. That's it. I just skipped a whole bunch of stuff. She makes the team. Yeah. Joe gives Jess her uniform. And cleats. And cleats. She has none. 
Because she's not allowed to play. Yeah. Jess, in her shorts, she's ashamed of her scar on her leg. Which magically disappears? No, she has a scar. Like, the actress has the scar, and they work the scar into the movie. Or they gave her longer shorts later. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. She probably had to, like, hike them up to be like, everybody can see my scar and not wear them like how they're actually worn. Yeah. But at this moment, we start getting, like, Joe, like, encouraging her, having private scenes with her, talking about his tragic childhood as well. His tragic Irish childhood. His dad was a dick. Was a dick. Yeah. His dad was a stage mom. Yes. But as a soccer. So, but as a soccer dad. Yeah. Soccer dad, stage mom, dad. No, I think it works. Yep. Soccer moms or sto- soccer dad, <laughs> stage mom. Soccer dad, stage mom. I, why is that such, like a tongue twister for me? I don't know. <laughs> Probably because soccer. Soccer is a weird word. Football. Let's see, Jess is playing in the park with her friends who are boys again, and they're roughhousing, but this time her mom sees her, and she's just like, these men were touching you everywhere, and your legs were exposed. You do not do this. No. No. You have to stop. Touching you. You have to stop playing soccer altogether and start learning how to be a bride and a proper woman, which are the same thing. She decides that she has to teach him proper Indian dig- dinner. Yep. This is like Mulan. It is. Who is that the girl I see staring straight back at me? When will my reflection show who I am inside? Is it because women can make babies on the inside that this is like a theme? Because this is like the major female cinematic theme. I broke Justine. <laughs> what? This is a theme. Wait, wait, okay. The women have to hide their like true selves. Mm-hmm. So is it like because they can no, create be- life? It, yes, it's because it's about power. It's all about power. Yeah, but like, okay, so... So they they have to hide mm-hmm. like their life. You're turning into Sam. Them. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> no, I think it's that, but it's also thousands of years of men in power because of this controlling it, patriarchy, blah blah blah. It's still the theme. It's still like because women are more powerful because <laughs> we can make babies. Yes. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Why does Hollywood in general think that the only movie that a, that women deserve is like empowerment and strong and blah? And while I appreciate like that, mm-hmm. I also still want like I want movies where you see complete women. And I do think that it's starting to change. I just feel like we're right at the the thing where it's like this is the cool thing for us to continue to like empower and put this is the year of the woman yep. thing but that that happened already in the 90s mhm mhm so like what ha- like that was the year of the women yeah and women were going to take over congress and actually like represent half of america half of the american population blah 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 blah, blah. 
Mm-hmm. And so, but we regressed. Yeah. Because it got worse after the 90s. It didn't get better. Well, there's always pushback. You, you, well, af- especially after the, like, the, the crash, the market crash mm-hmm. and the recession. Mm-hmm. It really got like, and 9-11 really like radicalized yeah. a lot of things. You always get that like. After, like, the wars, you have the women return to stabilize the household, to buy the things, you know? Yeah. Well, everything's going to change now because us millennials aren't having babies and starting families, so. No. Just produce a child or two. Don't worry about figuring out how to pay for it or or sucking off of the the government teat. Mm. I fucking hate that they use that. But I can't afford a baby. I have a dog politics <laughs> i just think that there's like a lot of subversion going on and a lot of like hollywood being like yeah we're doing so great things for women but we're really we're not yeah that has been called out a lot of like being a strong empowered woman you don't have to shoot guns and like whatever be a superhero save the day yeah you know it's like you're still just seeing one stereotype Side. Yeah, of a person. Yeah. Where it's just like, take a regular whatever dude movie, a, a film with a man in it, change it to be a woman. Well, and for me, I think it's because you're, when you're on set, the people that, you know, you're getting feedback from are not the, are not women. Mm-hmm. They're straight white dudes. Yes. So you, that allows, for the superhero example, that allows Tony Stark to have this depth to it not only because robert downey jr is a fantastic actor but because the feedback that he's getting mm-hmm. is is strictly from men yeah so when you encounter like that bubble thing feeds into it so you're not getting that same feedback loop like you for no, women yeah. and when movies come out the majority of critics who praise and make lists of the greatest movies are men yeah so it is a cycle that needs multiple points of yeah. So it's I guess it's just why I'm get, I get tired of of the the quote unquote chick flicks where it's like all about empowering the women. But I'm like I don't I don't necessarily want to be empowered right now. <laughs> I just like want to connect with another human on another like human level and like maybe she can solve crimes with cake. <laughs> maybe she could make a cake. Are you just talking about murder, murder she, she bakes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On Hallmark. I still have not seen it, but the fact that it is an actual <laughs> thing really excites and intrigues me. But uh, like I th- I think it's a good to talk about it in this this context for this movie especially is because it examined femininity in a, a very not necessarily a stock way, but it kind of almost a shallow way because there's mm-hmm. so much going on. It was a little bit glossed over yeah, for there's me. a lot yeah. yeah but no i like that i like the plot point but i don't know why there had to be two of like you don't have to look a certain way to be you know quote unquote feminine yeah you don't have to have certain dreams and goals and ideas to be a woman well i wanted if there were going to do the parallel characters i wanted them to have a moment where that was explored for one another because yeah. there was that the the makeover reveal thing mm-hmm and just got hot (laughs) yeah for really like why yeah it just kind of felt like it was thrown in there to be like look she can be sexy woman too and and while i appreciate that there it just it feels it again feels tacked on so we didn't have like 
the makeover scene where Jess like explains like, oh yeah, I don't feel comfortable in this or, or even even Kira Knightley's character kind of delving into like why she's uncomfortable dressing like with the bras and the fancy stuff. Because the beginning mm-hmm. of Kira Knightley's character, uh, Jules where she doesn't want to go bra shopping. She just wants to be, like, an athlete. And, you know, she's kind of pigeonholed herself there. And then when she's at the club, it's, like, a 180 that we don't have any as an audience. She wants Joe. She wants Joe, but, like, as a character piece, Mm -hmm. it's, like, well, why didn't they add in a scene where she did go bra shopping with her mom and, like, opened up about, like makeup or the bras or like something like that or it didn't even have to be a, her mom it could have been with Jess it could have been like with the team outing kind of thing like the team mm-hmm. came in and did like the makeover for them or, yeah. or, or for just Jess or just for for Jules because I didn't really necessarily feel like Jess needed that mm-hmm. I felt like I needed that more from Jules yeah they're just that, like that that's why I'm saying like it just felt a little glossed over femininity wise because Jules could have gone to the club in a very hot tux Mm. she could have gone like in something that that fits her style as a person as a character that we were introduced to. yeah like even she goes to the wedding in her best pair of trousers yes yeah so that made sense the club scene did not the club scene felt so out of place yeah which I think ties into why the relationship aspect of everything felt so out of place Mm -hmm. and felt like it was somewhat unnecessary because women and female friends have conflicts within their relationships that are not necessarily over men. Yeah. So for that to be the only conflict that they have throughout the movie felt wrong Mm -hmm. in a way. Like it just, it felt like a way to drive the drama rather than, to drive the character's growth. Yes. It seems like another movie where they had like, this is how we want the movie to end. Mm-hmm. So let's like work backwards. Yeah. Or that was never in the original script and it was needed to mm-hmm. sell the movie or to get the funding or whatever. Yeah. Because like, I did see that this won the the film council's lottery mm. in, in uh, London. So. Yeah. so like even like, I thought this movie was, uh, like, I started, like, writing shorter on the note page because I thought it was going to, like, end. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to end where she goes and, like, runs and tells Joe that she got in to the college in California. Yeah. And then turns him down. And then I thought that was going to be the end. Yeah, I did too. Like, it felt like an end. (laughs) Well, and it felt like it was the appropriate, like, ladybird. Yeah. You know how Lady Bird, it ends on the inhale rather than the exhale? Mm-hmm. It felt like that. It, it felt like, oh, now she gets to grow. She gets to to go into the new... Mm-hmm. She's a flower in new soil, yes. basically. Yes. That's why I... That's, like, a big reason why I have a problem with him being like, but can we see if there's something between us even though you're going to go far away? I'm like, let her do her thing yeah. and figure out who she is. She is just escaping her parents for the first time in her life. She needs this. She, and she needs a chance. Yeah. And she doesn't need a relationship right now while I, she's like... I don't think they're going to end up together. I think she's going to find somebody else in California. Yeah. Maybe a surfer dude. Yeah. Maybe Colin Farrell. 
Yep. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then who am I going to find? Maybe she'll end up with Damon Wayans. Interesting choice. I feel like they would like work well together. He'd make her laugh. Yeah. He's got that cute smile. And she'd like ground him and in, in yeah. home. Yeah. And play soccer. And play soccer. They would play soccer together. They yeah. he plays soccer. Perfect. <laughs> Ship it. Yeah, dude, I think we'd like covered the whole movie in that little tangent we had. <laughs> no, seriously, there's I'm like, well, what didn't we cover in the middle part? I mean, there's just a lot of like sneaking around playing soccer. Mm-hmm. Football. And then like one thing with the sister I wanna mention is like so Jess gets caught by like a relative or like the It's the parents of her fiance. Yeah. They thought that she was kissing an a English boy. boy. Yeah. But she was Jules had short hair. Yeah, and they were hugging. Yeah. And whispering seductively in each other's ears. She just thirst trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they canceled her sister's wedding because of this because jess is not behaving appropriately and they say that the children are a map of their parents so they don't want anything to do with the family if jess is going to be rowdy which is why grandchildren will be terrors yeah so it's just like they're that's why they're like trying to control jess so much it's because of this wedding and because how the family is seen yes um social hierarchy of it all yeah but, you know, she still goes out, sneaks out, sneaks out to Germany. Her sister helps her. Yeah, because her sister wants to mac with her fiancé. Person she wants to be her fiancé, but isn't allowed to at that moment. But they love each other. They do. It's a love match. Not a betrothal. There's that betrayal in Germany where she goes to kiss Joe and Jules calls her a bitch. And then her family picks her up from the airport. Da, 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 da. And then Pinky's fiancé. T2? T2. He, like, convinces his parents to let him marry Pinky. Yeah. Oh, and then uh, Joe comes over to Jess's house to, like, convince her parents because she missed practice after Germany or something like that. Or no, before Germany. Yeah. Then bad things happen in Germany and everybody's angry. Yeah. And then there's more sneaking around. Yeah, and it's just like, Jules goes to talk to Joe and then Jules goes to talk to Jess. And then back and forth and back and forth. A lot of back and forth. Of like, you have to be at this game. There's going to be a scout. Da, 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 da. I can't. Da, da, da. There's a wedding. Yeah. And the wedding is on the same day as the tournament. Final. Final. The tournament final. I mean, the other part is, is that the dad shows up at her soccer game mm-hmm. and is enthralled a little. Yeah. And then sees her hugging Joe. Yeah. Things would have worked out so much better if she wasn't like doing stuff with her coach. Yeah. <laughs> I think they would have trusted her a little more. Maybe. Maybe. It's how it is. It's how it is. Pre-wedding. Pre-like wedding day. Jess is accepted to med- medical school. And she's like hereby definitely has to give up all of her soccer stuff. She takes down all of her Beckham stuff from her walls. Mm-hmm. Her Beckham sanctuary tribute. Shrine. Shrine. That's the word. Her Beckham shrine. And so it's like during the wedding, we're seeing the wedding, we're seeing the game, we're seeing the wedding, we're seeing the game. Tony like pulls her away. Tony, by the way, who has come out to her is gay. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. It's just like, I feel sad for him too because like he can't do anything. It's just Mm -hmm. like he can't tell anybody ever. That's Tony's story. Yeah. (laughs) He is stuck. 
Yeah. He has to marry a woman. What? <laughs> Jess really gets sad. to get out of there. Yeah. It is really sad. It's really sad. Now that you put it that way, I it's know. really heartbreaking. At least Jess <laughs> really escaped. should have con- considered marrying him. Yeah. And like taking him to the US. Yeah. And having a sham marriage with him so at least he could be with, with a friend. Oh, he could go to Cali Gay Clubs. Yes. I mean, like, I'm, I don't want it to be, but it's just like she left him there to be stuck S- there. To be sad. Yeah. I don't know if things are going to change. I don't know if, like, this is going to inspire him to be like, no, I have to be who I am and love who I want to love, too. Yeah. But and he I was don't. willing to do that for her so that she could play. Yeah. Yeah. So what about him? What about him? <laughs> <laughs> it's really sad. We don't know. Because he took her to the game and yeah. everything. Yeah. <laughs> but at least he got to see Beckham's ass. That's it. <laughs> Maybe after that, the credits ended and he's just like, Mom, Dad, I got to tell you something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Hearts to Tony. Um, So he's like, yeah, I'm going to take you to the game. And then they run to her her dad. Her dad's like, you're going to the game because I need to see you smile because you're my daughter and I love you. And you've looked like, what did he say? Like, you've looked like death the entire day. It looks looks like you're at your father's funeral. Uh, Yeah. Which he thinks, like, (laughs) this is how sad she's going to be when he dies. Like, he's still like, I like that grand posturing. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I I appreciate the father for thinking like that. She gets to the game in the second half and she, like, gets kicked in the ankle. That had previously been hurt. Yeah, which they didn't really build it all up all that much. Like, oh, no, she's hurt. It was just like she got up. She shook it off like a like yeah, a I thought this was going to be like a parallel to his story of like saying, yeah. no, don't push through an injury or, or she something. She through it. She pushed through it anyway. <laughs> she won the game. Yeah. <laughs> she oh, I like that. She imagined the wall as her family. Yeah. As her all of her her lady relations. Yeah. Her female relatives. Lady relations. <laughs> I loved her mom though. Like fictional mom was great in this, yeah. like in the line, and then the lady with the purse. Yeah, but she bent it like Beckham. She bent that shit, and she got a full scholarship to Santa Clara, California. This is a college, apparently. Yes, goes back to the wedding. Dances. Um, they have fun. Yeah. Jules and her mom show up at the wedding, accuses them of being lesbians, takes her shoes back, <laughs> and gets the F out of there. Because <laughs> Jules and Jess have made each other, like, throughout the whole back and forth of her going to Joe and then mm-hmm. Joe sending her to Jess, like, they've made up. Yeah. They made up on the field. Actually, that I liked. They started working together yeah. on the field and being happy for each other. They worked through their shit via soccer. <laughs> they didn't need words. They, they needed to kick their anger out. Teammates, yes. <laughs> kick them balls. They were a team. They were a team forever and ever. Yes. Yeah, then this is the part where Tony asks the elders for their blessings. Yeah. Which causes her to confess that she doesn't want to tell secrets anymore. She doesn't want to suffer. And her, the dad's like, well, I didn't want to suffer either. So you get to do what you want, girl. Basically, yes. Oprah. <laughs> so she runs and tells Joe... And then she's like, oh, no, we can't. Uh, let's, we're good. Do you want to go to the airport now? Bye. And he's like, I'm not your coach anymore. And I was just like, no. 
Joe, stop. Stop. No, she does end up turning him down at the end of that scene. Yeah. Which is probably the real ending of the movie. I really do feel like this was like the The airport airport was so tacked on because they actually got like last minute confirmation that they could get a scene Mm. where. Yeah, with Beckham. With Beckham and Victoria walking by. Yeah, this rom-com trope. Joe runs through the airport, runs up to Jess before she gets on her plane. And he'd be like, I got the job coaching the girls. And I'm like, who the fuck cares? (laughs) Congrats. Yeah. She's like, that's great. And then begs her for a kiss, which is straight up is just like, but if we don't, how will we ever know that we've missed out? (laughs) Put your face on my face. (laughs) And then, yes, then the Beckham gods appear in the air. Literally. <laughs> Walking over them in like the console, a concord. Yeah. She goes and then we don't, and then the movie's still not over because they're sending pictures of their team back to their family members. And then Joe and her dad are playing cricket. cricket. And Pinky's preggy. Yes. Everything has been solved. There's no more racism. Because <laughs> of soccer and cricket. Because of cricket. Yes. Joe bridged the gap. But Jess and Jules are gone in California, partying with other men and or women. (laughs) Exploring. Yep. Maybe together. Yep. Who knows? See, to those who said the movie could have been gayer, we don't know what happens. We don't know. I like to think they they loved each other. They do love each other. They love each other like we love each other. Yes. Sam does, well, did a while ago have questions. (laughs) No, there was a time where he thought I was going to leave him for you. Yeah, well, people, you know. I'm I'm not your type. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, Ashley. I don't know if you would be my type. But many people do adore me, I know. I know, it is true. It is, it is. (laughs) Well, are you ready to rate the movie? Yes. Wait, do we do a thing? Oh, do we? Is there a prepped thing? Okay, so... I got this DVD from the library, which means I actually get the whole DVD case. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. So we're going to do How's My Marketing. Okie dokie. You know, I don't see any clever catchphrases on this DVD cover. No, not a tagline. It might be under the stickers, though. There's nothing in here. Oh, sometimes to follow your dreams, you've got to bend the rules. (laughs) Bend it like Beckham. Bend it like Beckham. Did he bend the rules? Yes. Okay, what do you think of this cover? It looks like a kid's movie to me. Does it look like a, like a Mary It Kate? does not look like a, a rom- romantic comedy at no. all. But yes, it does look like a Mary-Kate and Ashley. Yeah. One of those twin movies. Yeah, it does. We're going to learn about friendship. And love. Mm-hmm. And magic. Yeah. With balls. Yep. <laughs> you know, how you do. How you do. They're friends. It's just friends. There's no guy on the cover. Mm-hmm. Joe's not anywhere. Joe's he? right here. He's in the tiniest of tiny pictures. Little tiny Joe. That's it. See her in a outfit that's not a soccer outfit. An, in, a An traditional, outfit that she never wore in the movie. Yeah, a traditional Indian outfit that she's never wore in the movie. Practicing her soccer kicks. She looks like she's going to go like fight. Like that's her superhero costume. Yeah. And I don't mean that in, like, an insensitive way. I'm just saying, like, she's up in the air. She looks like she's about to take off and fly. 
and like kick ass. Yeah. We have our team. Yeah. We've got our family and we've got our love interests. It's weird. It's very weird. I feel like this is a movie for young girls. Mm hmm. Especially when you get it from the library and it has the giant YA sticker on it. <laughs> it's PG 13, yo. Yep. I don't know. It's not a, it's not a great DVD cover for it me. It feels like an indie movie. Yeah. Which I like indie movies. I like the DVD itself. Look at this. It's a soccer ball. It's a soccer ball. I like that. So I like give it like a halfway between a thumbs up and a thumbs down. <laughs> it's a movie that I would like pick up out of a like a discount bin mm -hmm. and watch. Totally. This is based off of the cover. Yeah. Judging the movie by its cover. It's time to rate this movie. What you thinking, Ashley? I'm going to rate this two and a half blue saris. Because that was my favorite Ooh. color that she wore. It looks so good with her. Like, is, mm -hmm. I think it was the last one she wore or was the, the second to last one she wore at the, like, last night party where she had the candles on her head mm, mm. that was a really nice like sky blue with the embroidery beads mm -hmm. so pretty i'm gonna go a bit higher than you i'm gonna give it three and a half because i like the heart i like the heart of the movie you know oh i'm gonna get three and a half spice girls references perfect because that may have been how many there were <laughs> possibly possibly Victoria Beckham counts as a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I've got a review in our mailbag over here as I rustle in our mailbag. There's our mailbag. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're Foley artists. <laughs> Which I believe the review is from Gianna from Boundary Issues Podcast. Aww. They're from Boston, yo. Oh. They're Boston girls through and through. <laughs> it's your people. My people. I listened to their episode and I knew all the things that they were referencing. <laughs> I was like, I see you at Friendlies. <laughs> they left us a review. I believe it's them. Entitled, I'm bad at watching movies. <laughs> well, so are we. <laughs> Five stars. I fall asleep in movies and can't pay attention pretty regularly. <laughs> Is this Ashley? <laughs> I don't fall asleep in movies. I mean, unless they're really bad. But these ladies are so fun, and it feels like I'm hanging out with friends. It makes me want to go back and give these movies another go. <laughs> Great job, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Some of them you can give another yeah. go. Other ones don't watch. Just, you know, I just leave Jerry Maguire alone. <laughs> thank you so much for writing in to yes, us. Yes, thank you. Hearts and stars and hearts. And, and glitter glitter and unicorn poops yes and rainbows so uh next time on the podcast have you seen this one we're watching 2002's punch drunk love i have not seen it you've not seen it i feel i think i might own it actually i feel like this is around the time where i was very adam sandler out like mm -hmm. i was just tired of him yeah existing like in my in my field of view I feel like we're really starting the boom of the indie movies. Yes, we are. And I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Yes. I'm feeling positive. I don't really remember much, but he was doing his serious acting. But I feel like maybe he's, it's too far away and he's just like retainted his awful 
image. Miss. Yeah. And uh, I'm just going to be like, it's Adam Sandler. Ugh. We'll see. We'll see next time. Send us chocolates. <laughs> and, you know, moral support. So that's the end of this show. <laughs> We're done. We're done. You can leave now. Wait, wait, don't leave yet. <laughs> you can't tell them that. Don't, don't, don't go. They've already gone. Uh, if you're still here, <laughs> let us know. Please, please write in. Let us know what you thought of the episode. And you can find us on many places on the internet. But did you know, did you know that we have a Patreon? I think you did know if you've listened this far into the show. On our if other you're shows. still here. You're still here. Because you're not. <laughs> we have a Patreon. It's cool. There's stuff and things like goodies and extra content and, and videos. Games and stuff. Yes. Lots of extra extras. We're, we're extra over there because we're not extra over here enough. <laughs> it's it's patreon.com slash cutawayspodcast. It's super easy for as little as one dollar. That's all. That's all. Just a cup of coffee. Yeah. And that's a month. That's a month. And you get your episodes early. That's this podcast. It's like Movie Pass, but we don't go out of business. Yeah! Shade. <laughs> Shade. That's exactly it. Anyway, we also have a website. It's thecutaways.com. There's like blogs and shit on there, yo. We we have like guest people who aren't us talk way better yeah you know like actually do analysis and shit yeah like all the stuff that we had wanted to do Mm -hmm. is now happening yeah so like amanda and jaslyn Jaslyn, and ellen Ellen. oh my god oh they're awesome not that ellen but close (laughs) (laughs) new zealand ellen lovely lovely people saying lovely things about the movies that we've viewed yes Check that out. And uh, we are on the internet, of course, on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Please let me know that you're hearing this. If if you if you've heard this thus far, just tweet at me, Secret Club. <laughs> That's the password. Secret Club. And maybe we'll send you a sticker. Yeah. <laughs> I have stickers. Uh, <laughs> and join me, children. <laughs> You can find our podcast on... Anywhere your podcasts are available. Podcast, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and a rating and subscribe because that helps the the algorithm that they don't say how it actually works, but... Because they don't want you to know. But, yeah, if you want other people to be able... But they want you to take the roles. (laughs) (laughs) They want you to take the roles. (laughs) If you want us to do a Boy Meets World podcast... (laughs) Tweet at us. Tweet at us at Secret Club. Secret Club. Secret okay. Club rolls. Secret Club rolls. Tweet that. <laughs> well, that's how we know. That's how we know that you know. Anyway, that's it. Okay, I've given up on... You've heard it. It's done. Please listen and thank you for listening. Go! Go! to have you with us this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. Listen to me. Please listen. If you don't, if you won't, 
If you fail to understand, then the same incredible terror that's menacing me will strike at you! Are you ready to enter the sci-fi double feature drive-in? On every first and third Thursday of the month, your host, the conspiracy-loving Elisa, and yours truly, Jarrett the Kaiju Man Waglin, pick a very radioactive, a very out-of-this-world double feature, and discuss two movies featuring giant monsters, little monsters, genetic abominations, robots gonna awry, aliens attacking Earth, and everything in between. Then join us in the underground on every second and fourth Thursday as we look to shed some light on the unknown of this world and worlds beyond with our series the drive-in underground classified case files are presented featuring ufos cryptids and everything unknown so join us and don't forget to stop by our snack bar first (laughs) 